Anastasia. I will clarify for the readers that the front essence and partially the back essence in the mode of control and the tracking of information here and now are active helpers in the spiritual self-development of a person. At the same time, the lateral essences, the left and the right one, as well as the back essence with its database of information about the past, perform more of the sleeper's functions working with other people's essences of the same name, and they also play a key role during the activation of the animal nature in man. Rigdon. That is right. The left essence in particular is the most informative one. It is the champion at retrieving information and manipulating the mood and desire of the object. When it is activated, it is difficult to resist it externally. However, it is also dangerous for the host of such activation as it can lead him astray as well. If we're talking about aggression, despondency, or oppression by fear, the right essence is responsible for that. But all of this works under the dominant of the animal nature of the observed object. So if people do not want to be in the position of a rabbit in front of a boa, it is very important for them to learn to live on the spiritual wave, to live according to their conscience. When conscience is asleep, the demons whisper. These essences are convenient for fulfilling specific goals and objectives in the invisible world. These essences are a kind of intelligent living instruments of the invisible world which help a person in his spiritual development if, of course, he knows how to use and control them. If he does not exercise such control, which is first of all related to purity of his thoughts, then these lateral essences control him. In other words, they gain control over him through domination of animal nature. To learn how to control and handle one's lateral essences, to start with, it is necessary to learn to understand what they are and how they work. You must be able to track their manifestations in you, their maximum activation. The latter is usually manifested in the form of one and the same mental habits, psychological hooks of the personality that are based on a negative and selfish way of thinking. Under the domination of the animal nature, the lateral essences do not care what negative or flattering thoughts they can activate in the consciousness and what external images they can use for this purpose. That is why usually people blame everyone else for their mental troubles but never themselves. The most important thing for the lateral essences is the power of attention of the person himself thanks to which they're increasing their influence over him. Figuratively speaking, they lull him into dependency on them. Most people do not know and do not understand how their essences function in daily life because of the material veil of the usual three-dimensional world. And this despite the fact that people are often faced with their manifestation. After all, when we think about other people, our acquaintances, friends, relatives, and so on, about people with whom we have had personal contact and therefore came in contact with their auras. Then we're actually making contact directly with their essences. 
If we think in a spiritual vein, in a positive way, then our front essences correlate. And if we think in the material vein, in a negative way, then the corresponding lateral essences come in contact with each other. How does this happen? No sooner has a person had a thought, focused his thought on a certain person, than an information exchange at the level of subtle energies takes place between his and the corresponding essences of the person about whom he is thinking. For example, we just thought of someone whom we have not seen in 10 years, and he calls us literally immediately or visits us the same day. Or it can happen that sometimes during a conversation, a person knows in advance exactly what the interlocutor is going to say. He feels his mood and the flow of thoughts before he says anything. What is the reason here? This is precisely a manifestation of interaction of essences. It is just that one of our essences has come into contact with the corresponding essence of another person. After all, for essences, neither time nor space exists in our understanding. They live by different laws. These are a kind of intermediaries of the personality in its connection with other worlds. It often happens that a person who does not particularly care about the purity of his thoughts, who is open to influence from the outside, is busy with his daily chores, and all of a sudden he gets angry or feels inexplicable fear for no reason. Actually, the reason for this lies in the exchange of information. This exchange can be of different kinds, including in the form of informational manifestations of subpersonalities about which we have already spoken, the interaction of the lateral essences of a person with the corresponding essences of people, and for other reasons as well. It may also be a manifestation of the will of the animal mind, for a reason which the person does not even suspect, through its system of activation of the animal nature in a particular individual or in many people, regardless of where they are and whether they know each other or not. That is why it is important for any person walking the spiritual path to be aware of these manifestations to be able to control his thoughts and not to allow any interference of the animal mind's will, which is alien to him, in his life. Anastasia In many cases, people do not understand or even suspect the existence of such mechanisms of influence from the invisible world, although they themselves suffer greatly from this in everyday life. Rigdon Yes, people may not be aware of it or know about it, but it is they who choose which thoughts to give preference to. And mechanisms of influence from the invisible world can vary greatly. If a person is in a state of domination of the animal nature, then it is quite easy to provoke him in such an invisible way as to trigger a negative surge in him, aggression and fear, with the help of the lateral essences, so that he opens up and gets out of balance. In other words, to enter into resonance with him, and then using his own energy to directly influence his lateral essences which control him. By the way, 
the Kanduks whom you mentioned in the book as a osmos act in the same way. They trigger negative feelings in people, and then they get control of their consciousness. This knowledge has also been used by priests in the ancient times, and the archon priests of today use these techniques to their utmost as a tool of invisible influence over people. But it is not only archons who possess this knowledge. Some sleepers also use these techniques in their work. After all, this is just a tool. It all depends on who uses it, how, and for what purpose. Anastasia Please explain to the readers what happens to the front and back essences when the lateral essences are active like this. Rigdon In general, it can be said that when the lateral essences are actively working in a person under the dominance of the animal nature, which is visible by the manifestation of negative thoughts or emotional outbursts by a person in conversation with other people, the front and back essences are simply being exploited by the lateral essences for their needs. Instead of serving their true purpose, assistance in the spiritual self-development of a person, and the needs of the animal nature, just like of all matter, are one and the same, and can be reduced to the struggle for domination. As a result, the back essence begins to actively rake through the moments in memory about different life situations where there was an activation of struggle for influence, aggression, manipulation, focus on self-interest, and so on, and the front essence practically does not work for its intended purpose during this time, only occasionally activating a sense of hope for the future, which is successfully twisted by the consciousness, thought patterns, and the material way of thinking of a person into the hope of a future well-being in the material world. But person himself is to blame in this situation because it is he who chooses which thoughts in his mind to give preference to. Anastasia And if spiritual nature dominates in man? Rigdon Then everything happens in a qualitatively different way. The person is more focused on controlling his thoughts, on self-training, spiritual development, and self-perfection. The front essence works actively in him. And thanks to the discipline of thoughts, the lateral essences, let us put it this way, perform an additional function of some sort of guards. Then, even if aggressive, manipulative information, which the back essence reads, comes from outside, it does not bother the person because his front essence is activated. Mentally, he simply ignores this information. At the same time, the lateral essences, which are controlled with the discipline of thoughts, besides taking part in the prevention of unwanted developments, in fact help in cognition of the invisible world, thanks to their capabilities and interconnection with other dimensions. That is why it is important to be a real human and live by the positions of the spiritual nature. Anastasia I know from my own experience and from that of our group that when people are faced with cognition of their essences in practice, different emotions may arise in them initially, from surprise to fear, 
as a result of, so to speak, meeting themselves in the invisible world. Maybe this is just because of the habit from childhood to see ourselves from the perspective of three-dimensional space, and because of the surprise of beholding yourself in an entirely different way and volume from the perspective of other dimensions. Rigdon. This is natural, since at the early stages of cognizing his essences, man has not yet overcome the habit fixed in his consciousness by his life experience in the three-dimensional world, when any new phenomenon causes a mixture and struggle of two emotions in him, fear and extreme curiosity. Whichever wins in him is what the result of his cognition will be. This kind of fear is just the wrong choice, an emotion from the animal nature into which a person invests the power of his attention and thus materializes it. One must have spiritual freedom in cognizing the world. That is, one must be liberated from such fears through firm choice, self-knowledge, and the pursuit of a higher spiritual world. A person who is more experienced in spiritual knowledge does not fear the invisible world which is unfolding before him. He starts to simply use this knowledge, realizing that the essences observed by him are his own integral parts. In fact, it is himself in various manifestations of complex reality. Anastasia Yes, as they say, God does not give anything that's unnecessary. Rigdon. Quite right. The existence of these essences is related to human choice, or rather to creating conditions for it and to giving a certain degree of freedom to the personality. That's the point of all this multidimensional structure of a human. Had the lateral essences not existed, there would be no freedom of choice between the desires of the material world and the spiritual aspirations, between good and evil. So a person, despite his existence in limited circumstances, imprisoned in matter, would still feel the soul and walk towards God by intuition. However, with these different essences, he has an alternative choice, to choose anger, aggression, envy, pridefulness, and infinite desires of matter, or not to give the power of his attention to all of this, to stand on the side of the spiritual, and desire one thing only, spiritual liberation and movement towards God. Spiritual development of man may be figuratively compared to the movement of a car with recurring slippages. At first, a person's consciousness switches from one emotional state to another frequently and uncontrollably. This can be compared to an inexperienced driver who still confuses the acceleration pedal with brakes. The discipline of thoughts and control of his state of consciousness is exactly an attempt of a person to learn to control himself, his emotions, wishes, and thoughts, while at the same time keeping a clear direction of his overall movement, his view of life, and the main choice. That is, to live life consciously and with full responsibility, clearly focusing on the spiritual direction and continually keeping it in focus of his attention. Figuratively speaking, this is an intention to drive the car to the goal despite any small slips. 
Naturally, the more often you control yourself and the more attentive you are on your way and not just stand gaping, paying attention to the thoughts and emotions of the lateral essences, the higher the speed of your movement, spiritual development, will be. Anastasia This is a good example. If you think about it, indeed, the majority of people live their lives unconsciously in a spiritual sense, paying attention to the thoughts from their lateral essences. They set small everyday goals and material tasks before themselves, for example, to save, steal, buy, assert temporary importance in the family, at work, in the society, and so on. Figuratively speaking, they drive their cars in circles, uselessly burning their fuel, life energy. Rigdon. It is just that they live their lives according to their own inner choice. In fact, they live limited, empty lives, which the system of the Archons has prepared for them. Be a robot from morning till night with limited consciousness and a narrow range of interests and everyday worries. But these are all conventions which have been hyped in the world enough to make a human believe in them and work for this made-up system, which is one of the programs of the animal mind. In fact, it is a human who chains himself to this three-dimensional world because it is easier for him to be a slave in the system of material values than with his spiritual labor to earn true freedom as a personal path into eternity. A person's life is in his own hands, in his right of choice, in his desire to perfect and work on himself. Anastasia Yes, especially since in our age of information technology, a variety of information becomes available to people about the spiritual heritage of different nations. Seek and you shall find. Rigdon the medieval scholar Omar Hayyam, as a man who possessed a wide range of knowledge in a variety of fields, from physics and mathematics to philosophy and sacred knowledge, has the following lines. We're forced to suffer by the four, who make us eat and sleep therefore, but deprived of the whole, we go back to the start, to nothingness shall we return once more. Anastasia Omar Hayyam knew of the four essences of a human? Rigdon, smiling. And how do you like this rubai of his? Born of four elements, you listen to the word from a secret world where flattery is unheard. You are a beast, a man, an evil spirit, and an angel too. All that you seem hides together inside of you. Or another verse by Omar Hayyam. When from the root of happiness, eternal branch of celebration grows, if life in the body has become for you like tight clothes, do not rely on your fleshy marching tent, for not so strong are its four ancient pegs. Anastasia The eternal branch that grows from the root of happiness? Is this an allegorical comparison with the lotus flower in the solar plexus? The tenth points at the pyramidal structure. The four ancient pegs turn out to be the four essences. In addition, their primary mythological images are present here, 
The beast is the right essence. Man is the back essence with the human past. The evil spirit is the left essence. And the angel is the front essence. It's amazing. Perhaps had I not known about the essences, I would have associated these words with material concepts. Turns out, people do not see even half of the knowledge that is reflected in the poems of Amar Hayam. Rigdon. It is just that they do not bother themselves with the process of deeper learning needed to secure the key to knowledge. To continue the conversation about the human structure, as I have already said, cultural, mystical, and religious traditions, myths, and legends of the peoples of the world have preserved many mentions of, for example, the main four essences of a human with a single center, the soul.